Welcome to Hub and Flow, a podcast produced by Natural Gas Intelligence. On a mission to provide transparency to the natural gas market, Hub and Flow focuses on key fundamentals driving the price of natural gas and LNG in the United States, Canada, and Mexico. Natural Gas Intelligence, or NGI, is a subscription-based price reporting agency, which means we provide trusted and independent natural gas pricing and news for the North American market. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of NGI's Hub and Flow podcast. This is Patrick Rao, NGI's Director of Strategy and Research, and I'd like to spend about 10 minutes or so today discussing some of the key takeaways from the latest round of FERC Form 552 filings. For those of you who may not be familiar with those, the U.S. Federal Energy Regulatory Commission requires all U.S. natural gas physical market participants above a certain size to file a detailed breakout of how much natural gas they bought and sold during a particular year, purchase versus sales information, whether those deals were done on the day ahead or bid week market, and how much was purchased on an index versus negotiated price basis. From this information, we can glean some market share and other structural information, which we'll be sharing with you here on the podcast today. Now, I have six quick caveats before I start, however, and some of these will actually double as a bit of a primer behind the 552 filing process. So quickly, number one, look, podcasts, they aren't really always the best media to discuss a bunch of financial data, right? So for that reason, we invite subscribers to NGI to visit our website. We published a number of useful tables in a story written by NGI correspondent Carolyn Davis. And we also have a spreadsheet that contains raw data total rankings by parent company, a breakout of the subsidiaries we include in each parent company, and historical parent company information dating all the way back to 2009. Those data are all sortable, so you can slice and dice them however you see fit. So NGI subscribers, to receive that information from that spreadsheet, please contact us at sales at naturalgasintel.com. Number two, The statistics and takeaways contained herein are based on 2002 552 filings posted on the FERC website through June the 9th, 2023. Companies have until May the 1st every year to file their annual 552 forms, but there are always a few filings that trickle in several weeks after the deadline. At this point, we believe that most companies that will file have filed, but there still could be a few coming after the fact. There could be some revisions, etc. So just do note that All takeaways here are based on data through June 9th. Number three, some entities, they submit a single filing for the entire organization, while others submit entries for each individual subsidiary. For example, Kinder Morgan filed separate 552 forms for Copano Energy, Highland Partners, their two Texas intrastate pipelines, KM Gas Marketing, Kinetrex, NGPL, Tennessee Gas Pipeline, and Scissortail Energy. Now, we actually love this additional level of detail, but in order to make meaningful comparisons across the entire industry, we at NGI, we rolled all the individual filings into parent companies. That's NGI value add number one. Value add number two is we did the same thing by industry subclassifications, so we can compare the activities of independent versus integrated producers, LDCs versus electric utilities, etc. Number five, not all companies who should file these forms actually do. For example, not every publicly traded U.S. natural gas producer actually submitted 552 filings last year. Most of them did, 
and most of them overall do, and we certainly won't point out those that don't and have not, but do know that there are a few stragglers out there. Now, combine that with point number six, is these data include gas that's been purchased and sold several times. For example, we estimate total sales were 221 BCF a day in 2022 in the United States versus dry gas production of 98 BCF a day. Now, that would indicate that U.S. production actually cycled or changed hands an average of 2.3 times last year. Because of that, and again, because of the fact that there are a handful of companies that don't report, you should use caution in using 552 data to estimate overall market supply and demand figures. It's much better to use EIA data for that, in our view. Okay, with that background out of the way, let's get to a few actual takeaways, starting with some market share information. And let's start with a question everybody wants to know, and that is who was the largest U.S. natural gas physical market player in terms of absolute volumes? I'm not a special effects guy. If I could cue up some drum roll music, I would. So sorry to rob you of that bit of fun. But the answer, Tenasca. And 2022 is actually the second consecutive year Tenasca has held the top spot. Now, that might be a bit of a surprise to some of you who are expecting it to be BP. BP did hold the top position each year between 2009 and 2020, but they've slipped to number two the last two years. Shell came in third for the second straight year last year, while Macquarie and ConocoPhillips flip-flopped, with Macquarie now being number four and ConocoPhillips number five. Williams, the Williams companies, they moved up six notches. Kind of sound like Casey Case, I guess, there, right? <laughs> they moved up six notches to number six, and they were the only new entrant to the top 10 last year, this year, or 2002 data. Excuse me. We believe Williams's rise is mainly the result of their acquisition spree the last few quarters. Now, rounding out the top 10, 2002 data are NextEra, Twin Eagle Resource Management, Coke Industries, and EQT Corporation. So interestingly, Tenasca, BP, and Shell, they all maintained their top three spots year-over-year, year, despite the fact that all three turned in year-over-year year volume declines of between 5 and 7% in 2022. Now, Shell's 22 volumes, they're actually a bit higher than they were back in 2019. But the 2022 volumes for BP and Tenasca were down 37 and 13% respectively the last three years. So while the top three are still the top three, collectively, their share of the market has been falling. It's just been getting a little bit less top heavy. In fact, we know that the combined market share for the top eight players, which is a statistic commonly used in the antitrust community, has been in a slow but steady decline over time. In 2009, the top eight players had 31% share of the U.S. market, but that was down to just 23% in 2022. Similarly, the top 25 players comprised 54% of the market in 2009, but that was just 48% last year. We also estimated the herfindahl hirschman Index, or HHI for short, for the entire U.S. natural gas industry to be just 130.4. Okay, so what the hell does that mean, you're wondering? Good question. The HHI is calculated by squaring the market shares of each individual player and adding them up. We believe HHI scores below 1,500 generally indicate a highly competitive market. 130.4 is obviously well below that figure. So generally speaking, we believe the U.S. natural gas market remains highly fragmented, and that likely won't do much to slow any upcoming wave of M&A activity in our industry 
particularly in the upstream and midstream sectors. Hey, there are lots of companies that are in those spaces that are sitting on large piles of cash right now. So anyway, subscribers, you can see a chart of the top 50 U.S. physical market players in our written story and for all 430-some-odd parent companies in our spreadsheet. We also broke out the data to show the largest net buyers and net sellers of U.S. natural gas. Now, as you can imagine, the top five largest net sellers are all producers. EQT Corporation, Chesapeake, Cotera, Intero Resources, and ExxonMobil. Also not surprisingly is the top four all have major presence in the Appalachia region, an area which we estimate accounts for roughly one-third of U.S. dry gas production. Now, the largest net buyer of U.S. natural gas, guess what? It's not even a U.S. company. It's CFE International, and that speaks to the growing presence that U.S. natural gas has been playing in Mexico. The remaining top five net buyers all generate electricity, Southern Company, Duke Energy, Exelon, and Calpine. Two more power producers, actually, NRG and Vistra, are the next two on the list. In fact, you have to get down to number eight to get the Chenier. And I actually showed this list to a colleague of mine, and he was quite surprised that Chenier came in eighth as a net buyer. Now, that's as a net buyer they came in eighth, because Chenier also sells some gas, presumably as a way to balance and optimize all the firm pipeline transportation in their portfolio. But if you exclude power producers, Chenier is easily the top buyer of U.S. natural gas. So want to make mention of that. We also did some back-to-the-envelope math to determine the five largest risers and fallers in terms of total volumes last year. And we estimate that the top five gainers were Williams, VTOL, NGX, Nextera, and Macquarie. While the five largest decliners were in order, Mercuria, DTT Energy, BP, Southern Company, and Tenasca. Interesting, though, once again, that two of the five largest decliners are still in the top three of the overall ranking, something that I alluded to before. Now, quickly, I want to make mention about NGX's volume since I just mentioned them. Do note that NGX is an exchange, and their purchase and sales volumes are always exactly equal. As an exchange, NGI doesn't really take title to gas per se, but they are still required by the FERC to file nevertheless. Volumes on NGX fell 18% year-over-year in 2020, most likely the result of the pandemic, but they were up 13% in 2021 and another 25% last year. Overall, their 2022 total volumes are up more than 40% since 2017, which is obviously significant. Now, we don't have similar data for ICE, but if the NGX volumes are any indication, they certainly highlight the growing importance that exchanges play in the physical U.S. market. Just a few more statistics here for you before I close. Overall, 83% of physical market gas in the United States was purchased on index in 2022, ranging from 96% for oil refiners down to 70% for some midstream companies. The day ahead and bid week volumes were nearly identical, coming in at 48 and 49% of total volumes, respectively. But we note that the day ahead market continues to take share from the monthly market. We believe the growing use of natural gas for electric generation is the main driver behind that. According to our calculations, Merchant power and electric utilities buy 77 and 70% of their gas, respectively, on the day-ahead market, both well above the overall industry average of 48%. Investment banks 
LNG companies, gas utilities, independent producers, and industrial end users tend to transact a greater percentage of their gas on a monthly basis. Again, uh, I apologize for throwing out so many statistics to you today on a podcast. Again, this isn't the best form for that. We certainly recognize, but we wanted to get the information out there. And again, NGI subscribers, you can see a subset of these data in printed form by reading a related story from Carolyn Davis or by contacting us at sales at naturalgasintel.com for access to our spreadsheet. That's all I have for today. As always, I'd like to thank you for listening. And we look forward to interacting with you on future editions of NGI's Hub and Flow podcast. On behalf of everyone at NGI, I wish you all the best and talk soon. Take care, everyone. Dependable data drives informed business decisions. Trust NGI to provide your natural gas and LNG data for North America. If your business requires daily, weekly, or midweek pricing data, forward curves, or flow data, NGI has a reliable product suite to support you. Visit natgasintel.com backslash services to understand what we have to offer and how we can help you and your business today. Thank you for listening to NGI's Hub & Flow podcast today. We encourage you to subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it, and please do share it with your colleagues. A trusted provider of natural gas news, data, and pricing information for North America, NGI offers subscription-based products. Please visit natgasintel.com if you are interested in NGI and our services. If you would like to dive deeper into this subject, additional resources are available on our website as well. Just visit natgasintel.com and click on the Resources tab to find the podcast page.